Hey everybody, welcome to the Landmark Home and Land Company's Panelized Prefab Kit Home Building Show. With me as always is the president and founder of the Landmark Home and Land Company, Steve Tuma. Steve, how are you doing today, my friend? That's an excellent day. I think we've got some interesting questions. What, what did we figure out? We're going to talk about the most interesting questions that people have asked or common questions. Yeah, that's, and... what, I, that's what I thought we'd get into today. A, a lot of customers, uh, potential customers write in looking to know what Landmark is all about and how they can help them with their new home building process. So I thought I'd just start and, and go through some of the questions you guys have gotten lately uh, regarding uh, home building and panelized homes. Um, there's the first question uh, uh, came in the other day. It's uh, basically landmark. If I work with you, um, do I have to use your plans or can I draw up my own plans? Well, this is an interesting thing. A lot of people ask around the country because not everyone understands that plans aren't just, you know, showing where walls are and windows. There's a lot of details in there to show how the home is to get built or what the house is going to look like or what materials are. So, yes, you can draw your own plans. You can get the ideas together. Let us know what you want. But in general, most people don't have the full knowledge to do a full architectural set of plans. So what we suggest is if you want to draw your own plans, maybe start with the concept. Say, hey, I, I need a 1,500-square-foot ranch with a two-car garage if you want to sketch it out or go online to, to one of the websites where you can do drafting. You could do things like that or you know, maybe you... You can just draw it up and send it to us in a text, a fax, or an email, and then we can review those ideas. But generally, at some point, we would probably have to go in and expand on your ideas to make sure that room sizes are right, doorway openings are right, code issues are taken care of, um, you know, egress on windows, foundations are drawn in, and all the technical side. So it's definitely easy to work off the plans that you, that you have and then go through to, to finalize them in a format so that they can be used to, uh, to get permits. Um, what's interesting is around the country, there are still some building departments that don't even review plans. Or you can sketch them on a napkin and turn them in and they'll give you a permit. <laughs> and then there's also, Stephen, uh, building departments where you have to cross every T, dot every I, have every single detail to the nth degree. So sometimes people say, well, I should just be able to turn these in for permits. And, well, maybe you can and maybe you can't. And you don't know what the follow-up situation is. So it's not just the concept of drawing the plans up. It's making sure that the plans are good for homeowners associations, if one is there, mm -hmm. uh, for your permits. They also need to be used as a communication method with your financing source, you know, your bank, your contractor, your subcontractors, yourself to know what's getting built in us so that it's very clear what's there. So you've got to have an accurate set of plans, and uh, that's that's how we're able to work with you to take your concept and then detail it so that it's usable for your particular building department, also your building site, and then also how you're going to build. If you're going to contract it yourself, mm -hmm. using subcontractors worth, worth a contractor to get it built, or even be involved completely with yourself, friends, and family to build own homes. So we're able to work with it. And what's really interesting about this is we're now able to get in a 3D renderings, or, you know, the color photorealistic renderings, oh, different details, so someone could really get into the the process. So that's that's where we can help is the technical understanding and the details necessary so that you can completely envision your project. And that's that's something that people generally don't have their own knowledge. So they, they need someone like us to go through and make sure 
that it's uh, that it's done properly. And not just that, once it's done, the building department may have questions. If someone's drawing their own hand-sketched plans up and they say, hey, how, how are you building the foundation properly? Chances are they don't have the knowledge. Where we do, we're ready to go. We have the answers. We provide them on the plan and, and make it uh, easy for them to move forward. Hey, I have a follow-up question of my own for that. And if someone decides after they've uh, put their, their first initial plans together, if they want to change their plans in any way, is, is that even doable? Well, that's that's exactly the, the situation where we can help. We've got it on computer systems. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, Stephen, will go through and say, hey, you know, I, I want a 22 by 22 garage. And then I want a family room of this size. I want a kitchen of this size. I want a, I want a peninsula in my kitchen. <laughs> so we draw that up, and then they think about it and go, you know, the peninsula is right. But, you know, for family get-togethers, we sit around an island. Mm-hmm. So once they mm-hmm. see it drawn, suddenly they're like, hey, wait a second, let's do this. Or someone might say, hey, wait, we need bigger than a garage. We have a pool in the yard or we're on a lake. We need a place for a canoe. We need this. So once they kind of figure out, hey, they might need a bigger garage, we can go through and change it. Or if there's someone that has a view, we can go through and add bigger windows or you know decks or patios or whatever they would need to do it. So it's not a situation where we expect you to know everything the first time on the first set of plans and one set of changes. That's one of the benefits. We will work with you through the process to make sure that these details, as they evolve in your mind and and through the develop of of your, your project, that you end up with the house that you want. That's the key to this. The idea is not to say, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, here's a house. Enjoy it. The idea is to say, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, what do you want in your house? Let's put it together. Spend a little bit of time designing it, doing some changes, so you're completely happy with the design. It's very easy to change on paper. It's also less expensive. It's quicker. It's faster. And it's a smarter way to go. So changes are an important part of the evolution of the process to make sure that you're spending your money properly and getting the house you want and also making sure it fits on the land. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a key point. Um, there's a question from a lady here. She says, if if I work with Landmark, can you guys help me deal with my local building department? That seems like a pretty important question. How involved does Landmark get in that sort of situation? Well, that's the key element of what we do. A lot of people have like a standard plan, and they're of the opinion that this set of plans is good for any building department. Well, it may be in one place, and it may not be in the other. Every building department is different. Some, as I mentioned We'll just say, hey, sketch something on a napkin, turn it in. Mm-hmm. In some places, there aren't even building departments. It's kind of odd to think that, but that's that's the case. And then other building departments will literally have a list of five, six, seven hundred items that need to be on the plans. Mm-hmm. And these aren't simple things like, hey, put a window in, put a doorknob. They, they want to know that your handrail is strong enough to hold a 200-pound person. They want to know that the nutrition in the soil is good enough for the landscape design that you have. And some of those are pretty in-depth. And this is the key of what we do, is we make sure that the plans are good for what you want, but it also fits on the land. It also works with the building department. They also have the proper information to go build the home. Mm. And we do that literally by getting the information from your building department and then going through that list of items and making sure that they're there. And what's interesting is they're not all the same. So you you can go do a project in Wisconsin and they'll go through and say, hey, we need these 50 items. General, you know, elevations, floor plans, foundation details, roof load, 
you know, maybe a roof design, maybe a plumbing, electric layout, and, and further other details. Mm-hmm. You take that exact same home to Newport Beach, California, the list goes on and on and on and on. So that's that's where we're able to help as we can go through and justify the details, uh, the structural details, energy code, any green code, any architectural details, any plumbing details, any electrical details, uh, heating and air conditioning details. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the key element to it. You don't have to be the genius to be able to figure out how what pipe size you need right. to go to your, you know, for the gas pipe to your house. Mm-hmm. You don't have to necessarily be the person in, to interpret a grading and drainage plan and see if your car, your, your car garage door is in the right location. Those are things that, that we can help with. And as, as building departments get more and more sophisticated, as codes get tighter and tighter, you kind of need someone that is very experienced in these situations. And since we've worked all over the country and then some international projects, we've got a broad base knowledge to help someone go through. So we can help you, you know, in the, in the concept, everyone says, Hey, how do you get me from A to Z? Well, we will get you from A to Z, but we'll fill in the B, C, D, E, you know, all the <laughs> way through the process to go through. So you don't have to totally understand an electrical layout. You just need to know that it, it's there. The information's there so you can go get the house uh, properly uh, wired or insulated or cooled or mm. roofing system on. So that that's how we're, we're able to help. And that is a key element because it can get uh, very complex. Okay, so that uh, that brings up uh, another question uh, when we're talking about building departments. How, how extensive does Landmark get uh, helping with with plans for let's say homeowners associations or architectural review boards can you uh, run us through that that's a very similar situation um we we will develop the plans and send them to you so you could submit to either the building department or the homeowners association but the homeowners association generally keeps the neighborhood to a certain standard mm-hmm. they're not checking for codes and safety issues they're more checking to make sure the house is of a certain look a certain quality a certain size certain colors, whatever it may be. So some of them are very simple. Some of them will say, hey, you need to have a 1,200-square-foot home plus a two-car garage. Mm -hmm. Others will get detailed where they need to know the types of materials, the looks, the textures, the architectural background, and they want to know everything about the exterior look and the size of the home, certain calculations, calculations of how much space the house takes on the land, how much space the sidewalks, the driveways take, and, and different details, different colors, different details that need to be put on the plans. So, yes, we're able to do some. We've worked with some extremely tough ones. And just like tough building departments, you get the details of what they need. We supply the information. We help you get gather it and, get it, and we put it on the plans. So then it's clear. You always want the Homeowners Association approval before you submit for permits. A lot of building departments um, will request that that's approved before you submit to them so that they're not approving a home later to find out that the homeowners association won't won't approve it but again that that depends on how how stringent they are in their guidelines but yes homeowners associations architectural review boards were completely capable and and set up to uh, develop the plans to the details that they need so that they can uh, approve and, or review and approve the plans it's a relatively simple process for us well, that's good so you guys you guys are pretty involved all the way around uh, in helping the, the builder. That's that's pretty amazing. Um, here's a here's a gentleman that says he has friends who are 
currently working with architects. I hear architects are expensive. Do I even need one? You don't need an architect as such. What you need is the proper set of plans. So a lot of people go through and work. They think they need to work with a local architect because they've been told that by someone. But there's no requirement that mm -hmm. you need an architect. Mm -hmm. And what, what people sometimes find is they go through and develop a set of plans. They go in and say, hey, I, I want to have a house of a certain price range. And then the plans get to be bigger or, or they're out of the budget or you know, sometimes they have structural issues. So, no, you don't need an architect. We actually work as the combination of the architect, the structural engineer, mechanical people, um, and energy codes, and supplying the panelized home package. So through one contact, you're able to take care of all those disciplines to make sure that it's put together. Mm -hmm. And we'll work with you on the changes, revisions, and not just on the revisions for architectural, but also make sure that they follow through the complete plan set. So for example, Steve, let's just say you were doing a set of plans and you moved a wall and that wall happened to have an, an electric socket in it. Well, obviously your electrical plan then needs to change. Mm -hmm. It could change your foundation plan. It could make a, a variety of different revisions or, or create a, uh, the need for a variety of different revisions. So the architect is not required. You, it, why, why people find us to be a value is we act as the architect, do all the architectural work, wrap it into one cost with one contact, so it's easier for you to design, manage, and understand your project and also your budget. It'll save you a considerable amount of money with the process that we have. And I think that's that's the reason why why people like us is we can go through and wear multiple hats and take care of the issue and control that design cost. When you look at the design costs and uh, the building costs, that that's where we really, really excel. Hmm. Uh, here's a, a question from a man who says, um, uh, can Landmark get me through all the building permit requirements? Re here's a gentleman who asks an interesting question. Uh, can Landmark get me through all the building permit requirements, application, and checklists? That's an interesting one, and not a lot of people realize this. There's some building departments, like I say, are simple. You go in there, you give them a, a set of plans, you can walk out with a permit. Mm -hmm. Others need a day or two to review. Others do an in-depth, thorough review of everything. So some building departments will have a, a very detailed list. Yes, we can help with that, as we reviewed just a few minutes ago. And then we can also take care of checklist items. And the checklist items are if they come back and say, hey, we need further clarification about this, or hey, we need further clarification. That is part of our process, and it's not an additional cost to respond to those for the building permit, mm -hmm. to go through to make sure that it's there. So if they ask a question and say, hey, can you verify that the bedroom windows are egress, we will show that the dimensions that are already on the plans do are, do match egress or you know maybe they've got questions about hvac or an electric circuit or a roof loading or this or this or that we can go through and do it so you don't you as a customer doesn't suddenly have to be an electrical engineer an hvac engineer a foundation engineer a structural engineer you can just send it to us and we we take care of of the issues now the actual application we mail the plans to our customers hmm. because the building department re require that the, the homeowner or landowner supplies that they need a bunch of information, probably pay some fees. So we will mail the plan set, the complete plan set, however many sets of plans they need 
to the customer. Some building departments need two, some need seven. Mm. And we'll, we'll send the complete plan set so they can take it and walk right in and apply for their permits. Mm. Here's, a, here's a guy who wants to know, if um, how do I know my plans are designed properly to match the complete plan set to the panelized home package? Can you uh, tackle that one for him? Well, that's an interesting thing. It's, it's these, these questions are, are coming from people that have really spent some time looking at it because a lot of people think that all plans are the same, mm-hmm. and they're not. You know, it's not like a gallon of milk where you could say, hey, a gallon of vitamin D milk is a certain standard. I'm sure there's differences within milk, but generally they're mm-hmm. considered to be the same. But in plans, just because it looks good, you know, you've got windows and doors and different things, that doesn't mean it matches the structural plan. That doesn't mean it matches the energy requirements. And we've seen this many, many times. And people, this is a very common problem. No matter if you got them from the local kid in high school that drew your plans or someone that won, has won a lot of awards in your neighborhood, is that we, we've seen things where they need a certain level of insulation in a wall, and there's no space for the insulation. Mm. <laughs> or that happens a lot in roof systems. So we, we've seen situations where people have designed certain size beams that are bigger than the floor system that they're supposed to fit in, and they, they create different architectural issues. So these are things that it's important to make sure that the architectural plans match your structural plans, match the energy codes, match any green code considerations to make sure that the panelized package is built right. That makes it easier for permitting. It makes it easier for actual building because you're not solving problems in the field. Mm -hmm. You know, you're solving them on paper. We're solving them for you as, as part of our service. And it also helps you control your budget because if you go through you know, the, the insulation is one of the, the prime things. If you go through and it says you need to have R48 insulation in your roof and there isn't space for R48 insulation in your roof and you find that out when your house is framed. <laughs> you got a problem. It, it, it creates a little kind of like, uh-oh, you yeah. know, scratch your head for a while. So that's why we think it's important to have a, an understanding of a unified plan set. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want to end up stuck in the corner through the building thing. It's going to end up costing you money. And it's going to be a hassle. It's going to be a delay. It's just one of these situations that you want to avoid. And that's the key element as to why we say, hey, work with us on the plans. Because we can make sure those elements are taken care of properly. Mm -hmm. We can make sure it's put together. One of the common ones is someone came through to us and said, Steve, I got this great plumbing plan from the standard plan company. And they were just so great. So they plumbed the house, and then later they found out their water supply was on the other side of the house. Mm. So they had to rerun <laughs> it. Now, very simple situation to avoid. Mm-hmm. Very simple. But in that case, it took an extra day or two of plumbing and an extra cost to reroute plumbing. It's it's yeah. expensive it's, little problem that could have been fixed early on. Right. So it's, it's what I call do your homework up front. Right. You know, make sure you know what you're doing think it through you know sometimes little things come up here and there mm-hmm. but the the reality is is you you want to go through make the process happen have it have it a good design so you don't end up with change orders you don't end up with delays you don't end up with uh budget problems mm-hmm. that's that's the way to keep it on track do the thinking up front and that's what we work with you to make sure it's good for what you need your building department your contractor homeowners association and and we take it from there. And we, we do also support our projects all the way through. So let's just say you end up with a situation where you need to do a change and the house is half built. We'll still hang in there with you and figure out what needs to be done 
to to go through there there's somewhere someone said panelized homes can't be changed and i'm I'm not quite sure where they got that idea because Mm -hmm. we are fully capable of making revisions we want to avoid it but if someone had to have some change for some reason um you know we we will gladly help our customers through the process right now here's the simplest question we've got but i'll bet you it's one of the most important (laughs) how do i know my home design will even fit on the lot I purchased. <laughs> that, that's that's an interesting one because we, we've actually, uh, that, that can become complicated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you end up in situations where people say, hey, I got a 50-foot wide lot, but I got this beautiful set of plans for a house that's 60 feet wide. Well, mm-hmm. that's a pretty obvious situation. But I think where that question's really going is sometimes there's zoning issues. Sometimes there's setback issues. And sometimes those setback issues are a little more complicated than they appear to be. Because mm-hmm. we, we've seen situations, uh, you know, more on the East Coast where people say, hey, I got to have a 10-foot setback on each side, 20 in the front, 20 in the back. And then you find out they're in a historic district. Well, back in 1770, they didn't exactly have zoning <laughs> and all these things. So, And then, you know, maybe lots change or people cut land off to, you know, give to a relative or whatever. So... The key to that is the understanding of how to interpret these things in the setback and also where the setback goes. Mm. Um, we have had situations, let's just say, Steve, a 50-foot a, a lot, a city lot, five-foot setbacks on each side for 10, 10 feet of setbacks, there's 40 feet. Some building departments take allow that 40 feet to go to the edge of the wall of the house. Mm-hmm. Others want it to go to the overhang. And still others that are a little more specific want it to go to the edge of the gutter. Right, right. Okay, if you don't know that, you could say, hey, I'm going to put my 40-foot wide house here and then find out that, no, you got to redesign the house right. because you have a foot overhang and four feet of gutters. You're 28 inches. To, now, it sounds goofy, and it, it kind of is. It doesn't happen a lot, but it's better to check that out before you've designed and and, and done it. So it's 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 easier to go through and, and get that put together. Mm-hmm. And there, there's a lot of situations, especially for our customers in the West. We've all heard about the fires. A lot of these setbacks aren't just there to keep you from, you know, your homes to be too close. It's make sure firemen can get around or easements for utilities and stuff like that. So yeah. sometimes there's conflicting situations where your building department wants this, but your fire department wants that. And you've got to interpret it on, on how it goes. And it's, and in a lot of places, there's height restrictions. You know, a lot of the mountain areas, they don't want you building a house to block your neighbor or to mm-hmm. look like a, a sore thumb mm-hmm. in the community. So there's it's not just how will it fit within the footprint, but how will it fit the driveway, the sidewalk, fireman's access, and also height restrictions and how those height restrictions are calculated. Right. So there's a lot of interesting ways that building departments ha- that can come into to determine if if your house is a certain height. Some take the average of the four corners. Some take the average of the high and the low. Some take the average of the undisturbed soil. Some take the average of the the proposed soil. So there's a lot of stuff. Now, it's not a big deal for us to work with it. I wouldn't, you know, get hung up on it. I just want to tell people that it's something to look at. It it can affect the design of your home, and and we're here to help you walk through that process. Hmm. Um, Here's a question from a man. Dear Landmark, I hear a lot about structural engineering. 
What is a structural engineer and do I need one? A structural engineer is someone that, you know, in simple terms, make sure your house stands up. <laughs> and not just stands up and by itself, but, you know, if you're in a, uh, an earthquake area, make sure it can withstand the shaking of the earthquake. And if you're in a high snow load area, make sure that it can support the roof loads. Um, if you're in a wind area, like hurricane area, make sure that there's it'll take the forces of the wind. And then also, there's areas that have expansive soil that can change and, and uplift your, your foundation. So, depending on the situation and where you're building and your building department requirements, this answer may, may be different. So, there are, there are different ways to verify that the structure's right, but... We are fully capable of doing full engineer stamp structural engineering for any house in the country to go through and make sure that it meets or exceeds the requirements for the design criteria that, that are at its particular building site. And what people have to really watch, let's just take snow loads. That's like the weight of snow or any weight on, on your roof. Mm -hmm. If you take a mountainous area, you can have some areas that have a thousand, two or three foot rise or drop within a couple miles within half a mile mm -hmm. so sometimes people go through and say oh my neighbor he had a 50 pound snow load well he's at 5500 feet and your house half a mile away is at 6500 feet well you might have an 80 pound snow load so some of these areas are special areas where you've got to not just call the building department but you've got to interpret by the elevation where it is of what the snow load can be and it could be extremely significant. We've got some 150, 175 pound snow loads. If they built on the other side of town, it would have been 120. Mm. Just to give you an idea, most areas in the U.S. are 20, 30 pounds. Wow. That probably covers 70 or 80 percent of America. It's more. It's more when you you get into the you know the Rockies, the Sierras, you know the um, where where you end up in you know 100 plus snow loads. You know a lot of northern. Like northern Midwest, you might end up 60, 70. You know, and that, that's all stuff that we can work into it because it, it affects the beams, the connections, the trusses, the walls, the foundation design. So it's, it's very important to make sure that the house is structurally adequate for the area that you choose to build. You can't go take a standard plan and say, hey, I want to go build it in the deep desert where there's essentially zero snow load because it doesn't snow, mm -hmm. and then go take that same plan up to uh, Vail, Colorado, or Lake Tahoe, <laughs> and think that it's going to support. It, it isn't. It's a different structure. The house may look the same or extremely similar, but it, but it's different. So you have time for uh, one more question? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so someone writes in, and, and they want to know if Landmark can work with their civil engineer for graining and drainage plans. Yes, um, that that's becoming more and more popular as you hear of different floods or you, you hear of, of uh, different situations mm -hmm. and people build in more unique areas, uh, building departments and also you. This isn't just a game of, hey, you know, let's do what the building department needs. There's a certain sense. If you're in an area where there's floods or different situations, you don't want your house to be affected by it. Mm -hmm. So um, the drainage is very important. And generally what happens is, um, we may have a, a design concept we've put together and the customer could work with their um, civil engineer to develop this grading and drainage plan. So the concept being that 
you might be in a certain area where the house has to be oriented a certain way. Let's just take a mountain area for some reason. Mm-hmm. There may really only be one area to legally put a driveway. You know, there might only be one reasonable area to put a, uh, a driveway to access the house, and there might only be one reasonable area of where to place the house so that it doesn't end up in, uh, you know, with, with other concerns, landslides, you know, what, whatever situations there are. So what they do, the civil engineer does, is work to come up with an economical method to make sure the driveway will work, the house can sit, wells and septic can fit properly, any other uh, setbacks for uh, building departments or design criteria are there so that you've got an efficient home. And that's, that's very important in more complicated building areas so that you end up uh, building a house that, that is sensible even in a big rain or, or the thaw of a uh, of a big snow. We just did it. Uh, we're working on a project in Colorado. We had to raise the house two feet just because the snow melt creates such a, a uh, rush right. that we had to end up with a situation of diverting it around the house. And it's very important. And again, it's easy to do on paper. It's easy to do on the computer. It's very hard to move a house <laughs> once it's built. So, yes, we will work with your local... Uh, civil engineer on any grading drainage issues whatever are there also that brings up uh and geo geotechnical reports structural engineers that's a, that's a question that i usually bring up to people is do you have a geotechnical report because that tells us the strengths of the soil mm-hmm. that's generally in areas where you need engineer stamp plans you know where where there's more complicated situations around mountains, earthquake areas, things like that, where the mm-hmm. geotechnical reports are important to tell us the strength of the soils so that we can make sure that the house is uh, supported properly, you know, by the strength of the soil be- below it. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes we get into uh, geology reports of what is down there. Are you over, uh, you know, an, an earthquake area? Or what what types of rocks are actually under there? What 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 could happen in a landslide situation? So we're completely capable of uh, working with your local um, professionals on that to make sure that the design's proper and make sure everything comes together properly. Mm. So uh, give us the uh, the lowdown on how someone interested in finding out more about Landmark Home and Land Company and the panelized home building process. How do how do people go about contacting you? Well, we're, we're readily available. You can check out our, a lot of people will kind of preview our website, which is LHLC.com. That's basically the letters for Landmark Home Land Company. Mm-hmm. We're actually called Landmark Home and Land Company, but LHLC.com is the website. And you can call us at 800-830-9788. It's always good to look at the website, get an understanding, but we're always available to talk about what you need, what your project is, and, and how all of this comes together. This this isn't a cookie-cutter situation of, mm-hmm. hey, take a house, put it on your land, and hope it works. It's a let's plan it out, make sure it's right so your home's energy efficient, structurally sound, the design you want, it works on the land. And that that, that all together makes it an enjoyable home to own. And, and people going to the website, what, what can they expect to find there? Oh, we've got a lot of details there. On We've got different plans. We've got different details on what owner-builders do, the panelization process. We've got some animations that explain stuff, and, uh, and then we've got these podcasts. So uh, there's a lot of information there, so you might have to visit it once or twice to let it sink in. And like I say, we're always available. You can email us there, 
You could ask a specific question, set a time to call and talk. You can give us a call, 800-830-9788, and you can contact us. So whatever's convenient for you, you know, whatever method it takes for you to, you know, allow us to help you through the process, we're, we're there to help you and, and make it easy and enjoy the process. Well, great. Well, um, fortunately, we're about out of time for this episode. This has been fun. Once again, uh, a real treat to delve into what Landmark Home and Land Company does and to pick uh, Steve's brain a bit regarding um, the um, the process of uh, panelized home buildings. So for Steve and myself, you've been listening to uh, the Panelized Prefab Kit Home Building Show from Landmark Home and Land Company, and we will see you next time. Thank you.